Hello. Uh, apologies for the... I'm sorry about the generator in the background. That's the east-west bank right beside us. We don't have any light. So they got a generator on. And according to my cousin, the light's not going to be back on until 5 o'clock. It's 3.39 in the afternoon now. Thursday, September 22, 2022. And it's also raining here in Baguio City right now. I'm back in the office chair here at my mom's office and I thought of doing this recording but this time without any video component to it so this is not a video podcast it's just purely um, just audio just uh, thought I would take a break from the video right now and I was thinking it's pretty much going to be the same visuals from the last time that I that I did this on the same spot so I didn't think that it would be as interesting as it would have been the first time. So the novelty of the first time. Uh, I don't know. I just thought about sharing. I, I, f- I figured why don't I barf out, flesh out, get it out of my system. This whole story about my long lost, the one that got away, <laughs> the college the college sweetheart and I don't know how to maybe this is me just thinking out loud trying to process the whole situation so long story TLDR version of it long story version of a short story version of it is that you know I had this college sweetheart and we just didn't work out and we tried to make it work out at the end of the day she just ended up hating me and telling me to leave her alone so here's the story um gosh where do i begin i first i i had a long distance relationship in the states from the states when i moved back here in the philippines and then we ended up settling from Manila to, to Baguio, back in Baguio, where my mom wanted to stay. We were looking for a place for me to go to school but in Manila, but we ended up just going, settling here in Baguio, not for anything else except probably from the obvious fact that if I moved, no, not obvious fact, but from all the choices that we had, aside from cost, distance, location, here in Baguio, I think there was just one school that accepted me to be as a senior high school student instead of accepting me as uh, because of my age, I think. Um, I don't really remember how that went, but there was just this one school. And then I was like, obviously, OK, let's go to that school because that's the school that's going to allow me to graduate, you know, as close to in time as in time is here in the Philippines I was like 18 already and most my maybe high school classmates would graduate at 16 or 17 or something like that so I was already you know because of the school age difference or whatever anyway so I ended up I ended up going to high school here in (coughs) in Baguio so that I could be a senior right away so that would just be one year of uh, college here in Baguio immediately started college in St. Louis and 
Yeah, so one of the, f- if not, I think the first day of class, I, I remember it was statistics class that we were classmates. We happened to end up be sitting right beside each other. And then I, I wrote her a note. And then, uh, you know, things came from there. Um, so we did the whole, you know, college romance kind of thing. But the thing was, I ended up dropping out of college. My grades were really bad but before I even dropped out of college I I uh, I thought about breaking up with her and it was because and I, I and it's true it's like 40% true that that I wanted to break up with her with her because I realized that like whenever we'd get into an argument it would she was vindictive you know she had some kind of a revenge nerve about her that I kind of didn't like or despise that I found Ugh. but I really I, I really kind of felt like we could get along with each other in a sense that we could talk to each other she, she spoke English I spoke English we were sort of I think in the wave in the same wavelength although maybe about 80 or 90 percent but not like 100 percent but it was like Maybe the highest wavelength that I, f- I thought I felt I had with another girl. Anyway, I really enjoyed being with her, but I felt like for some reason I kind of felt like I was beyond that. Or I felt like <clears throat> maybe that's such a awful way to put it. But I think another way to say it is, and, and quite honestly, so that was 40% the wavelength, the chemistry and all that. But like 60% really was me that I wanted to... I wanted to meet other people because you know it was it was the first girlfriend and I was like I don't want to be stuck with the first girlfriend first real physical girlfriend that I've had first real physical because the first one with with the one that I left behind in the states we were like really just heavy pen pals kind of thing we weren't really by physical I don't necessarily mean sex but just physical where I could be with her physically so so for this particular girlfriend that I was first time physical with that I could be with her like you know a lot uh, I just felt like I wanted to meet other people so that that that's that 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 push and pull the tug of war between having the right chemistry and then I just felt like I wanted to meet other people so I ended up really I remember it's, it's, it just sucks because like I remember the first time that I told her that I loved her was in the front of the main entrance of the school and then when I broke up with her it was also at the front of the main entrance of the school so in the same location there was me telling her that I love her and us getting together and then in the same location there's us me breaking up with her because like basically I was lying and saying that hey I <clears throat> I want to break up with you because you're so vindictive and I don't like that but really the truth was because I <laughs> I wanted to see and meet other people although I haven't met or seen other people that I wanted to be with I just maybe I just got sick of her I just got tired of her so fast forward to yeah, I think Manila. 
when I moved down to Manila, she ended up moving down to Manila also. She got hooked up with somebody else. I was still single. I was lonely. I got in touch with her. She welcomed me into her apartment quite literally and but you know she was still with someone else. And then on in backtrack to college days, she was also with someone else and I was still not really with anyone. Al- although when I was with someone here, here in Baguio, you know, I never really got back back to her either. So out of sight, out of mind and then when I was with someone here in Baguio I didn't you know I didn't go back to her and then she w- and then and then I just found out later that she was already with someone else anyway <clears throat> so when we were back in her apartment we we got in touch we we hooked up again but she was with with someone and then I I kind of just thought you know I'd put her on the side kind of thing like on reserve until our lives sort of match up again where you know she'd be single and I'd be single uh, so that didn't work out and then we did it again we got together again uh, same situation her apartment still with someone else still with the same guy um so essentially, yeah, she was cheating behind the back of that guy. And we were getting together. And then I felt... Yeah, that was the other thing about her. You know, I kind of felt at home or... Because I've been with her already before, I guess. I... I still wanted to, to be with her and... I really did still care about her and I cal- I really felt kind of stupid that I took it against her that or used that reason that she was um, you know vindictive in her ways I felt stupid about that and I still but I you know I still feel but at the end of all of this you know I, I'm, I guess I'm still glad that I didn't choose her because of that vindictiveness. That was really a... I don't know if it's a red flag, but, you know, it's really a a deal... It was really a deal breaker for me. I found it childish, which I think I was able to tell her. Anyhow, um... Oh, and then... So we got together again. I think I got her pregnant. I'm not sure if she already had a kid at that time or not. But yeah, I think I got her pregnant and I wasn't ready. But she really wanted to have a baby already. But as it happened, like the she started bleeding and so the, the baby fell, I guess. She had a miscarriage and then it was the boyfriend, the current boyfriend. The boyfriend that she cheated on a couple of times with me was the one that sort of saved him. And then, you know, in fairness to the guy, the guy also told me not to, like, just to pay up but not to show up. I didn't really get the time to hang out with her and see how she was at the at the hospital. But I did go to the hospital. I ended up paying for, quote-unquote, you know, what I did, my sins. I paid up for it. 
and then I had to leave because the the boyfriend told me to leave. And, and, and you know, in fairness to the boyfriend, he wasn't he wasn't violent or you know he didn't get me killed or beaten up. He was just telling me matter of factly that you know you need you need to pay up and then you need to leave. So I I I also didn't want to get in trouble and I totally understood where he was coming from and I respected the fact that he was not violent about it. I was scared. So I ended up good thing I had a job so and and I was working under the same company that she was. So I ended up paying for the medical bills and leaving. And then soon after that I ended up moving to Cebu. When I moved to Cebu and then when I came back Oh yeah, so I moved to Cebu. And then I ended up moving back to Manila because my son was born. So I ended up moving with the mother and my son in 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 the mother's house. And then I ended up cheating on the mother and the son because we were having r- um of the mother of my son because we were having a really rough patch. We weren't getting along. Same sort of vindictive thing that was happening, but at the same time I was also you know, I was still I guess I didn't care about not that I didn't care. I knew I was doing something wrong. But between doing what's wrong and what felt nice, which was to get love and affection from somebody else, I ended up cheating on the mother of my son with another girl, which was this college sweetheart among others. So a couple of other girls and then I ended up going back to this to this college sweetheart that I had. And oh, and and when I did get back to her college sweetheart, she had a kid with that guy already. So when she had the miscarriage with me, they had a baby after that. Like she really wanted to have a baby. So she had a baby so that only meant that the 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 son the baby her child was like a year one or a one or two years i think one year older than my son <coughs> i think i think less than 5 less than 5 years older for sure maybe one to three years old i i, I get confused on how old he was how how old he is Anyway, here's the crux of the whole situation. We wanted to get together. And she wanted to leave this guy that she had a child with. And I wanted to leave the mother of my son also. But after three months of being together, this whole thing about college back in the days and how she was vindictive it was just all bubbling up again and I just sort of snapped and wanted to get back to the mother of my son not necessarily together as a couple but just to sort of give it a shot again I 
I don't know what was fucked up going on in my head, but I just ended up leaving what I thought was a good enough relationship. We were getting along like we did in college. We 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 open up to each other, emotions and everything. You know, I I I I think I felt like I I felt like I I I, I was getting what I was looking for when it came to love and affection with her. Again, it was really just the the vindictiveness that I that I didn't like about her, like our, like our fights or something like that. I I didn't. I mean, it, it, I mean, you know, comparing that with the mother of my son, the one with the mother of my son, was really like a brick wall. It wasn't just vindictive. It was like trying to fight with a tank. The sweetheart, the 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 college sweetheart that I had. You know, we had some kind of chemistry when I, when we whenever we were together, and I felt like when we would fight, you know, at least I was fighting with a human being, not like a tank or a brick wall. But that didn't mean anything to me, I guess. I, the fact that I, you know, we just had a son together, and then like, I was thinking to myself, who am I to be giving up on this? on this mother of my son I thought I'd give her another shot maybe this is like the third fourth or fifth time that we broke up but I figured you know let's give it another shot maybe it's not too late and so in fairness to the mother of my son I I figured you know I would block or not get in touch with the college sweetheart so that I didn't get distracted so a couple of years of those went by my son was already three, four, five years old. Uh, it was really not working out with uh, the mother of my son. And here I am again trying to crawl back to get together with my college sweetheart for the for the nth time already. Of course, by this time she's, she feels like she's being used that, you know, I only get together with her when whenever there's a problem with any other girl that's not wor- I'm not working out with and yeah I just wanted to get back with her again but she said you know fuck off don't bother me and lo and behold she was already migrated I think to the st- yeah she already migrated to the states and I think she already married the the new boyfriend the the foreigner boyfriend that she met through I don't know how you know just after we broke up for the last time or that not broke up but that last time that I that I left her that after that three month fling so she ended up she's now currently as far as I understand you know migrated to a different country to the states to Sacramento I don't know how I know this but I just I think I just came across her Facebook page or the guy's Facebook page and <coughs> and uh hold on microphone fell Hang on. there <coughs> and she ended up migrating like you know to the same state maybe about 20 minutes from where I used to live before and maybe what I'm trying to get at 
here is maybe the some kind of idea that maybe the body knows and I also felt and I, I, I feel the same way with a couple of other ex-girlfriends that I've had that after they broke up with me or after I broke up with them they ended up with someone quote-unquote better than me but not not better than me as a person or as a guy but better for them that they found a better fit you know compared to me so I'm thinking you know it was a blessing in disguise or it was a good thing that I broke up or or that or she broke up that, that, that it's a good thing that we didn't work out that we ended up breaking up because it's a good thing that you know I'm happy for her I'm happy for all of them that they ended up with better choices or with better guys than than me you know it really I, I really would have brought in something you know not healthy for them or at least something toxic for them so but yeah I I, I kind of you know I guess I kind of missed that chemistry we were both you know into theater although she was more into musicals and I was into straight plays but yeah that's the thing you know even if we had all that chemistry even if we we were sharing the same interest generally theater she was happier much happier with musicals and I couldn't care less about singing and here I am into straight plays I like dialogue and that kind of thing so you know it was it was close but no cigar you know it was it was something that it was something that it was it was really good like 60 80 90% good close enough but not not yet 100% so now where i am I don't know. I, it's like we speak a different language, but I think we're close enough. It's like it, it, it's like everything else sort of makes up for it. Like it, it feels a lot like eighty, ninety percent. You know, and I think the it'll be like ninety-five, one hundred percent when you know, given given more time or given more experiences together. Uh, for yeah, for f- for this current current situation that I'm in, it's I think it it has a really good potential to get better. But you know, I it's it's not that I'm comparing these people with each other. It's not it's got really nothing to do with comparison as much as possible. It's really just about comparing how I feel about being both being together with a person and the timing in my life I mean that's kind of how I felt like you know she my high school sweetheart for example she wanted to have a baby already but I had to be honest with myself I wasn't ready I wasn't ready and so it it was really just the timing like our sort of biological timing for each other I mean the fact that she I guess the fact that she she and I were ju- are just about the same age, you know. Girls maybe mature, or m- maybe get that baby fever sooner than the guy does, and that's kind of how I felt. She was up and ready for it already. In fact, she did have her child, 
and then I just happened to have my child by accident it wasn't really like because I really wanted it but you know let me caveat that that when he did come out I think it was the best thing in the world that happened to me it was I was more ready than I thought I was which goes to show with a lot of things that I want to do really it's like I think I'm not ready but when it's there in my face I know for sure that I have it in me to to face up to the problem and you know to do something about it and to show up for it so I'm quite proud of myself about that and you know even if I say that it was an accident it wasn't on purpose or anything like that it was still the best thing that happened to me after on the flip side at the same time the mother really felt like a lot like she was the worst thing that happened to me compared to you know the rest of the broken relationships that I've ever had having said that though having her being the worst thing that happened to me it's also the best thing that happened to me because now I can actually say that I know better what I'm looking for I'm not sort of just dabbling into any any relationship I think you know at least I kind of had that experience and I was able to sort of walk away from it alive and by the end of that it kind of felt like the best thing that ever happened to me in terms of experience and hardening hardening my not hardening my spirit but you know forcing me to grow up so to speak or forcing me to find out who I really am or how much I value myself which you know unfortunately it took a long time to to figure out but it is what it is and somehow the timing was just perfect you know I could have done better without but you know it's it's something that I have now under my belt that I could say a lot of people don't really have because either because they're smarter than me for not having and they have more experience from their families not to fall into something like that or I was just too naive and optimistic and dumb to fall into it but anyway, what I wanted to get at here is that I, I mean, aside from the fact that I'm grateful for the relationship that I have now, I also wanted to acknowledge my always missing and wishing that I had that chemistry or relationship that I had with my college sweetheart. You know, it's it's such a different, You know, I guess that person will always have a space in your heart because, you know, it was the first time and it was the first experience that I had with a girlfriend, that kind of thing. So, but I'm happy for her. I, 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 I little that I know about their, her relationship with that guy and little that I know about that guy, you know, I'm happy for her. I mean, it's one of the last things that I said, you know, to her was you know I just really feel bad that you know I'm happy for her but I also feel bad that 
I couldn't give her what he he is easily and much capable of giving of giving her uh, yeah so so yeah so I'm happy for her and sad for myself at the same time um, but I think one thing that I didn't mention in this whole story also is that it didn't feel right for me I mean she was happy to accept me with a child from another woman and I guess I was happy to no I'm contradicting myself here I I was about to say that I'm happy to accept her and still love her despite the fact that she already had a child with another man but something was telling me that it wasn't right that I wasn't the man for for the job for her so that's overall this 30,000 foot view of this whole thing is what I'm trying to say you know in relation to this current relationship the past broken relationship that I had with the mother of my son and this high school sweetheart uh, this college sweetheart overall overall is that yes there's love there's this chemistry but there's there's also this like little silent voice little tiny voice at the back of my mind at the back of my my being I think that knows if I'm the right person for this person so I guess in a way I kind of I'm kind of glad that I listened to that. You know, uh, a lot of the th- a lot of the things that I would say to the mother of my son was like, "Hey, if you're having problems, I can only help you so far. I can't like, I can only give you my hand. I can't give you my my whole arm and body and soul. Like like, I need to leave some for me, and you can't like blame me." 110% for your problems and your emotions and your character flaws. It's like yeah yeah there's me, there's the things that I did to you and then I hurt you, but at the same time it's like hold on, slow down. There's some character flaws or there's some things that you need that I can't fill. So, you know, slow down with your accus- accusations. The, 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 I and 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 so with the with the with the college sweetheart i think the fact that you know she ended up having a child with this guy that she wasn't completely happy with she told me but she wanted a child so she had a t- child with him and because i wasn't around so she you know, you, you can't, I can't help but think, like, did you have a child with him because you wanted to hurt me? Did you have a child with him because you couldn't wait for me to come around? Not that she's obliged to s- wait until I come around, but it was just like, let's see how this the cookie crumbles. And, okay, she had a child, and I kind of accept that, but there was, I guess there was something in, behind, in the back of my mind that didn't accept that that didn't think that it was right and I guess true enough 
you know instead of her writing to me and or I don't know how much she tried to get in touch with me but she tried to get me to pay for the car that she got and she was really angry and upset and I I just felt like there was something wrong about being hurt but instead of accepting or saying or admitting that she was hurt she would like try to throw things at me that I just kind of felt were like you know angry instead of saying that that she's hurt and she felt bad she threw anger at me and that's 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 the example of what I meant that she was vindictive with 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 the way she was when whenever we'd get into an argument so she ended up with another guy and you know she can do whatever she wants it's a free world a free country and I don't have anything against her but the fact that she she had her thing and then she's happy to she, she's she's more than welcome to just do her thing it's just that I you couldn't also I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't you can't blame me for not committing to it because I'm also trying to see how things sort of fit into place and if it just overall if it just fits right and I guess it didn't fit right although I enjoyed my company with her I enjoyed being with her there was you know she wanted to have a family and I wanted to have a family but I was still trying to sort of figure it out and you know so it didn't feel right and at the same time it the, the, the timing was kind of off so that's kind of where I'm at now in terms of my current relationship it's like I'm trying to feel and so far you know I gotta say that it's just it's it's optimistic but I'm not you know I'm not going to 100% jump the gun and say hey this is it this is the one but in fairness to the one that I'm with now I can say that you know it, it feels right and it feels okay it feels n nice in terms of chemistry and all that mushy mushy stuff on one side and at the same time that's that's me that's the relationship itself but in the back of my mind in terms of my my being or how my body is trying to talk it also feels okay it it also feels right it also feels like I'm at the right place and at the right time and I, it, it feels like I'm at the right place and right time for her and for her for me that she came into my life at the right place and at the right time also and I came into her life at the right place and at the right time and it feels good also because I know for sure that we got together after the whole thing with the relationship with the mother of my son fell apart and not just fell apart but where I was actually cleanly cleanly outside of her house like my toothbrush wasn't even there anymore none of my clothes were even there anymore and I've been weeks and months away from the whole thing and I was also seeing a therapist and you know I was I was on my way forward when she came into my life and I was already making steps to move forward 
and so in other words she my current one now she is definitely not the reason why I ended up breaking up with you know the mother of my son she's not the reason why our family is broken like the way I see it yes it started off because I cheated but at the end of the day it was also because you know just the way we argued and the chemistry and all this hurt that didn't work out and we were just toxic to to each other and the best thing to do was just move on and then I found a new relationship it wasn't like I was hiding this relationship while we were going on definitely not and I don't know if the mother of my son has the facts right but for sure you know she the current one that I'm with now is definitely definitely like you know innocent of breaking up my family or the that that relationship with the mother of my son she has totally nothing to do with that so there I just wanted to get you know all those angles all those uh, perspectives I guess like off of my chest and um yeah, I'm grateful for the relationship that I have now. Although I don't want to rush into it and jump the gun and say that hey, this is the one. But yeah, it's like I, my 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 mind is open and my we know we still get we also do get arguments and we we get into an argue, arguments, but it's not as deep. It's not as long playing and it's not as soul wrenching i guess it's 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 just sometimes it's just cerebral sometimes it's just stupid stupid little things and you know give it some more time we'll see how things sort of go see how the cookie crumbles but you know it's not a bed of roses and 100% perfect but it's um it's kind of like a second hand motorcycle that you have grown to love despite all its flaws and its chip painting uh, I mean it's, it's it's paint chipping and all its imperfections it's it's yours it's 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 what you have and it's so like the best mo- that that thing that that saying that you know the best camera or the best motorcycle out there is the one that you already have so it's like making the most of it and you know I don't really see any reason as of right now I don't really see any reason to to break up with the current one that I have because it's not toxic it's very helpful there are frustrations but it's the frustrations or the arguments are helping us grow together I guess that we're sort of working things out to fit in each other's personalities or in each other's lives so it's like totally nothing to complain about um and more really to be grateful for so so it's good stuff it's good stuff except i just wanted to acknowledge that yeah sure i i i miss the chemistry that i might have had when it was good it was really good with uh my college sweetheart and sure i of course i miss and mourn the idea of you know having a complete family already and it's it's something that i had to 
had to grieve and had to to really mourn and feel feel bad about and let my let myself feel bad about it but you know slowly slowly i'm trying to open up again to the possibility that you know a bright future for myself and 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 for everybody else well that that things will that things will work out despite you know broken dreams and broken families and you know that's what i'm hoping for my son i'm hoping that he despite the broken family despite his mother and i not working out and despite me not being able to see him as much as i used to and as much as we used to hang out and play together all the time you know i'm i'm hoping that despite all of that things are still going to work out in such a way that all these broken dreams and bits and pieces of ourselves scattered all over the place that is we're we're going to be able to make something it's going to bring us make us stronger as compared to if we were perfect and intact and then all of a sudden something breaks down so one way or another somehow hopefully we can we can use whatever that brokenness that we had is going to be something useful f- that we're going to be able to use you know in the future and it's going to make us stronger knowing that life is messy life is not black and white that there's so many different colors and there's happy and there's sad and there's so many different emotions that can be going on and it makes us human and and that's the whole human experience and so yeah i'm optimistic or hopeful that uh, all these experiences for everybody everybody that's involved my exes and my son that hopefully it'll be a source of strength or that it'll be a source of um confidence and not brokenness that yeah y- your parents relationship didn't work out but you still got you still got them they still got your back you know where i'm still going to be here for you and you're still going to be my son you know even if i have a family of my own from a, from a, a, a f- with a different and you in, and you have a half brother or half sister from someone else it doesn't like that that love doesn't run out you know maybe the time sort of runs out but life is messy and um i guess for myself i speak for myself at least that you know life is messy but you you grow up and become more confident when you accept and know that your past and whatever happened to you or whatever it is that you did mistakes that you did 
is not going to define who you are and what you can still be. And maybe that's, I'm thinking, you know, that's, that's what it means to be human. I mean, yes, it's nice to walk into a straight path, but, you know, life is messy and I wish I, I wish I, I wish I took more time getting to know the people that I was, that I was with. But on the flip side, you also couldn't blame me because I, or I, I also couldn't blame myself so much because, I mean, although as stupid the action was, you know, in hindsight, looking back, um, I also wasn't taught or I wasn't trained to, 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 to look for people that are normal or that, that are that are mentally stable so to speak you know I just kind of thought that personalities were personalities I didn't really think that there was such a thing as a personality disorder or there's a, a personality problem um, even for myself I didn't think that there was anything wrong with me And so through trial and error and through life experiences, you kind of realize, and I'm blessed. I have to say that I'm blessed that I have all this time on earth as a human to have experienced and realized my flaws. And now, you know, looking forward, I can, I can work on it. So life is clear in hindsight what's that quote life is clear in hindsight but you have to live it forward I forwarded it to my dad a while ago where is that um, life can only be understood by looking backward but it must be lived looking forward Soren Kierkegaard 1813 to 1855 so she was just 33 years old so yeah that's that's the thing so so we have I have I'm blessed that we have this opportunity to look backward and you know through all the years and all the mistakes and all the human experiences to be able to look backward and so blessed and liberating to know that we can look forward and make changes to the way we li- to, to the way we live life moving forward and i think that's sort of a liberating liberating feeling to be to be not stuck with the past and not not stuck with the past because we have the present to be able to move forward with the future, I guess that's it's a liberating feeling. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a freeing kind of feeling to know that you have the experience of the past and to have a an open door right in front of you 
an opportunity to to make changes moving forward so yeah and 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 this this like I said also on the other recording that I had that I'm I'm really blessed and thankful that I get this opportunity to sit down and make this recording you know not not necessarily for other people to listen to but for myself to listen to for myself to be able to record my thoughts and feelings and sort of document my my thought process and to be able to share to myself what what I I experience and and I say it again that it's therapeutic it's 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 helpful it's I guess positive um It's very helpful. It's very therapeutic. It's very positive. It's meaningful, and it's yeah. I, I'm blessed that I, I I I get the opportunity to to make something off of the thoughts and the feelings that I had to to make something to to to, to be able to flesh it out and bring it out, and it's not just like up in the air evaporating and gone with the wind where I can't sort of catch it anymore it's it's I think it's a special feeling to be able to record it and sort of capture it bottle it and somehow you know you never know maybe it'll be useful for myself or other people in the future so as as depressing and as you know and as sad and 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 unfortunate all these stories have been at least I can I guess I could I could show myself I could see for myself what kind of person I am I think I'm thinking in terms of you know that 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 quote in the Bible or or that saying or something like that about you know that how he, uh, God or Jesus, was um, that it, that humans that man was created in his likeness and being, and so I guess it's nice to be able to see that miracle that is me, that human, that spirit that is me that I get to sort of flesh it out and see that like hey look at this miracle here or look at this creation here that I hey I created that you know it might not be as popular or as life changing as the rest of the you know mainstream artist community out there like I'm but that's that's like like size doesn't matter the fact that I can like bring it out and I'm the and I'm the audience. I'm the observer. I'm both the creator and the observer. And I'm happy with myself. I think is is more than enough. I don't need external validation. I don't need you know millions of followers or fans. That's that's that means nothing if I'm not happy with myself. And I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. That I'm with you know with all humility. I. no matter what I mean you know I can still say somehow that I am I'm happy with myself and hey the 
computer monitor right in front of me just turned on so that means that the light should be back already 431 in the afternoon now Thursday September 22 lights look like they are back hold on let me just text lights are back computer monitor here just turned on so yeah I'm just um, trying to oh and the, the the diesel generator outside also just turned off so at the bank so that should confirm that the lights are back on but I'm just trying to scrub through my brain right now if there's anything else that I wanted to mention about all those um, sort of all those ex-girlfriend experiences you know like um, I guess I'm somewhat you know I'm displeased with myself that I broke and I was I was careless and I was self-serving and only I was only thinking of my feelings and my thoughts and it's like I don't regret breaking up with them because I, I, I did see that it, it really wasn't going to work out anyway so I'm I'm pleased with myself that I listened to myself. But if there's anything that I wish I could change or would have done differently was how I broke up with them. It's like instead of fighting and then breaking up, it's to really just the mature and adult thing to have done was to have, if, if, you know, if I could have just sat down calmly, professionally, and caringly like an like an adult that hey look this is how i've been feeling and you know this is this is what's been going on between the two of us and i don't think it's i really don't think it's going to work out well I, but no i was you know I- immature and i ended up doing it like the back door half-hearted scared cowardly childish way to have just sort of run away from the relationship instead of ending it like an adult properly so that's that's just the regret that I wish I I did instead of just leaving them out in the rain so to speak so I'm sorry for for all the for all the girls that I've loved before <laughs> for all the for all the people that I that I hurt you know I, I wish that you could forgive me or I, I, I hope that you see that you know it wasn't it wasn't your fault it was my fault also because I was just so immature about how I went about it and I'm sorry that I couldn't I just couldn't say that I, I, I it just didn't feel right and I just felt like we should move on our own separate ways and so I'm sorry that I I'm sorry that I hurt you but you know you know if it means anything deep inside I was also hurting hurting also knowing and realizing that it wasn't working out not because of you but also because of me it was just really 
timing of my life and then maybe timing of our lives and I was also hurting and afraid that I I was also frustrated with myself that I, I I was angry with myself that I didn't know how or I didn't have the strength to break it up with you in a more mature way or in a more adult kind of way and you know we're this is our first time to be in life this this whole life thing I, you know i guess it's 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 all of our first times and i i guess maybe i speak for myself but i would like to say to you also that you know we can't be so hard on ourselves it is what it is it is it's just how it was i was trying to do the best that i could at that moment in time and moment in my life and i realized that it was really selfish and immature and childish of me to to have broken your heart and to have left you out in the rain like that and for my son you know it's totally not your fault i was just trying to do the best that i could to survive and to not lose my mind and not be angry at the world all the time i felt with all my heart somehow that you know leaving was just the right leaving your mom was just the right thing to do but leaving my son was the most difficult thing it it just it was the, not just difficult it was the wrong thing to do i knew that it was there was something there was something wrong about leaving because i was left behind because my 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 dad left me or because my my dad never ran after me or ne- never asked me how i was s- sort of like i i didn't feel like he cared i didn't feel like he loved me i didn't feel like he was there although he was there but i didn't feel like i was wanted or that he was curious about me i, I didn't feel like he wanted to know get to know who i was and so it really felt wrong to to leave my son but at the same time it also felt right to leave the mother and that's where it really it it really tore me apart it was like the most difficult thing and you know i had to choose the lesser evil i i i knew that if i left it would break the family it would destroy my son's heart it would make my son really sad and it would destroy his childhood but there's a 50% chance that we could still make it up there's a 50% chance that even a 1% chance even no matter how small that chance was 
you know there's still a chance to sort of make it up somehow or to, or to or to to make it right somehow but if i stayed if i stayed it would have been a hundred percent hundred percent toxic not good for my son not good for the relationship of the mother and the father the parents together not good for a family environment 100% not good even if i even if i bent over backwards and fixed myself and tried to make myself perfect i knew 100% there was still there's no chance there was no matter what i did i couldn't i couldn't I couldn't keep the family together. I couldn't keep the family together on my own. And 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 my son sure as hell does not have any responsibility to keep the the family together. So I knew I knew somehow I knew that the right thing to do was just to leave. And I was willing to take that that fifty percent or one percent chance that we could still make it right, versus one hundred, a thousand percent, knowing that it's not going to work if I stayed there. And it wasn't going to get better for sure. How do I know that? Because nothing changed. I know I changed. I know, I know I made effort. I looked around. I poked around I asked friends I asked professionals I I looked into my past I looked into my whatever it is that I could look into I I, I did my research and I tried I tried to, s- to speak to the other person and I just knew that there was no compromising there was no changes in sight And so I knew 100% that I I had to take the chance of that 50 or 1% chance to still make it right versus 100 1000% knowing that it's not it's not going to be right it's it's going to be more damaging to the child I mean, I'm trying to like think, is there any way that if I stayed being unhappy and unvalued and miserable as I was, was there a chance that things could get better? I, I, I couldn't. It was like it was like getting into a job that I hated, and, and it's not just hating the job. It's like I felt like my boss, partner, was trying to sabotage me, like asking me to leave that job. And can you take it against me that I, that I quit, that I decided to leave? I. I can only say that I made the best decision that I can after giving it some time, turning over every rock, looking into every nook and cranny to to try to cranny granny, 
uh, trying to look into anything and everything to see if there's going to be hope or a chance for this to work. And I did. Going back to my my childhood, my my childhood, my 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 college sweetheart that I went back to that I that 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 felt right. And although you know she had a child, but it it felt right to be with her. But at the same time, I wanted to give this 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 broken family of mine another chance. And so I. I did give it a chance. I, I I I left an okay, a good, a happy relationship. Although I had my frustrations, and we had our, you know, past things to, to work on. And when I came back to the broken family and this, this, so-called partner that I had, it it it. I felt like I was betrayed you know i was lured back in felt like i was lured back in to give it another shot but then it just went back to square one again and you know the bus has already left i mean i couldn't go back to there was no turning back once i once i went back to my when I wanted to go back to my college sweetheart, she was gone already. And, you know, I can't blame her. She's not going to be sitting around waiting for me to turn around. She had the life of her own, and she wanted the best for her kid, and she wanted the best the, the best for herself. And good riddance. I mean, I'm happy for her. Mazel tov. But here I was trying to, knowing in my heart that I try to give it another shot but how how much is enough how much is enough is enough i i grew up let's just put it let's just say it straight i i, I felt like i grew up with my mother hating me and now i'm going to be with a with the mother of my son trying to build a family together knowing that she hates me with all her heart even if she says that she loves me but she hates me she, I, I know that she's miserable whenever I'm around her I know that she hates me as a person or as a guy or as the father of her son I know that she doesn't like me and even if she says she doesn't and it's totally opposite fine but that's my experience I could I just know I could just feel when someone doesn't hate me it's the same thing with my mom she is my mother so therefore she loves me and will 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 accept me no matter what because I'm her son but I also know that she hates me I also know that she doesn't look she doesn't see me as a as, as a smart confident son that can survive whatever's thrown at him I know for sure that she thinks that I'm I'm a piece of shit and despite that because she's my mother I you know I can see through that I can still see past that I, I know her her I know where she's coming from and I know it's not right 
and it's my choice to just you know tolerate that toxicity and i'm i'm still somehow able to compartmentalize it so to speak and you know i can still get away with it there's like still a one to 50 percent chance that i can make it up with my mom sort of but for this mother of my son i just knew that there was like from work i can't get away from it from work my b is like it's like it's like all rooms of the house was filled up with with negativity it was like a hundred percent knowing that she didn't like me even if she said that she did and again that's my opinion that's my experience that's my that's just my side and i gotta listen to myself i can't just i feel like i'm not being loved but the person saying hey i love you it's like who am i going to believe the person saying that that she loves me or myself knowing that no this person doesn't i don't think this person loves me and i grew up with that and like are you telling me that I'm, i should like tolerate that 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 toxicity are you saying that i should tolerate when someone says that she loves me but i feel that she doesn't should i not listen to myself i think that's where it bec that's that's where i got to draw the line i i got to i got to believe in in myself somehow and that's the maybe that's what i wanted to share with my son that maybe that's what i want to want him to get out of this action that i'm taking that i want him to list to 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 have that confidence in listening to his own voice as much as i did towards the end of that relationship with myself you know i that I, when i was thinking about that when i was deciding to leave like what lesson do i want to show do i want to show that you stick around no matter what even if the person's trying to hurt you and says that he or she loves you but you know deep in your heart he or she doesn't do you stick around because you don't want a broken family because you don't want to break lose the dream or do you listen to yourself that's the that's the lesson that i wanted to that i had to decide and maybe maybe neither right neither one is right or wrong i i who am i to say maybe it's better to st stick around but the thing was i'm sorry to say but i don't think i ever really fell in love i mean i liked her i loved her but it was never really like there was never a point that it became that we got married meaning there was never a point that we made the decision to stick together there was no decision yet we were still trying to work it out so don't necessarily call me a quitter or a or a loser because i 
because I decided to walk away. It wasn't like I made a decision to stick with her and then I changed my mind. I made a decision to stick with her to, to work things out. But that's under the premise or that's under the assumption or that's under the... Oh, what's the word for it? That, that's under the, the agreement that we're going to work it out. It's not like I'm going to make it up to you. We're going to work it out together. You're going to tell me what you're going to do to make it work out, and I'm going to tell you we're go- how I'm going to make it up to you, and we're going to work it out together. It's not just 100% all up to me to make her happy, which is how it was turning out to be. It was, it was And here I am getting really upset and frustrated. That, you know, it, it was unfair. I, I was the only one trying to make it work. I had my flaws. I was still screwing up and still like, you know, texting or trying to get in touch with other people every now and then because there was nobody else to talk to. I had to hide opening up how I felt. I had to put myself aside. I had to lie to myself and pretend that I was okay. And somehow I ended up missing myself and wanting to, you know, there's nobody else to trust. I got to get back to myself. There's nobody else to take care of me except myself. I had to take care of myself. And being together with the mother of my son, just, I, I can't heal if I'm in that environment, it's like a wound that's not going to heal if it's always wet and if it's always being rubbed. You know, the blood is not going to clot and the, the wound is not going to heal itself. So that's how it felt. Like I felt like I was, I was an open wound and I wasn't going to get any better and in, in, in fairness to the mother, same thing. If I was around, she's also not going to get better. Because I was just a reminder of all those times that I cheated. That I'm a cheater. That she... How, did she, how does she put it? That she's like second best? That she's not important? That she's not priority? Seeing my face every day was just a reminder to her for that. About that. And that's why I'm also saying and thinking that she doesn't love me because she, her love for me wasn't enough to see beyond or way past the fact that I did something wrong to her, that I betrayed her, that I broke her heart. And I, can't, I, I guess you can't, you can't, I can't say that I could blame her for that. That's, that's, that's her pain that I caused. But the thing is, I, I realized that when I caused that pain, there's so much more pain underneath that, that, that I didn't cause, that I can't help heal. 
That's why I was saying, you know, like I, I hurt you this much and I can only make up for it this much. And I can promise you that I am I, I, I am not going to break your heart anymore and I'm not going to be cheating anymore. But whether she believes me and she tries to trust me or she tries to make our relationship work together is on her already. I mean, I can't like carry her side of the... I can't carry that side. If she's hurt, You know, the, the hurt that I caused was just the first domino. But all the other dominoes that fell, it's like it's going to have to be on her to stop the rest of those dominoes to, 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 you know, to contain the problem. To just stop it at that first domino that broke her up. So that's kind of, that's how I see it. It's like I can, I, 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 I broke... I broke her or I, I hurt her or I, I caused this much pain but I can only heal the part that I broke and I can only try to make up for the part that I broke or the part that I hurt but everything else and and, and what I'm trying to get at is, is is yes she's hurt like you know 10 other dominoes or that was just the tip of the iceberg but there was still under there's still a lot going on underneath but and as much as I try to help her with it, I, wh what's, what's frustrating is that she was using all that hurt to throw back at me. You know, so I, I tipped over this first domino. I'm trying to pick it up, but she ends up picking up all the other dominoes that fell after that first dom domino and throwing it at me. Going back to being vindicated. Going back to being vindictive. Going back to, to that whole, you know, I hurt her level 1 and then here she is going back at me with a level 10 kind of, kind of hurt, kind of rage, kind of anger towards me. It's like I texted and let's say she caught me texting somebody and then instead of like stopping me from that text and talking about it, there's no talking about it. There's no reasoning out. It was like get up out of the bed and get out of here and how do you work things out with someone that keeps telling you not once or twice but all the time with 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 100% conviction that I should just leave and that's the part that really got to me And that's what makes me say that it's not going to work out because she's 100% sure that it's I'm better off that I leave. That it's better off that I leave. That it's better that, that, that she doesn't know capacity, at least with me. That, that, that we had no capacity to work things out. No capacity to help each other. It was just, are you doing the right thing? Are you... Are you doing things to serve me today? Are you doing things? What's in it for me today? Are you doing... Are you doing what you're ob obligated to do? Are you doing all your obligations? Are you... You know, it's like it's, it's all transactional. It was never like working together. I mean, even people in business can be working together 
to to get the business to 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 you know get it off the ground or get the wheels turning but no it's like you know the car broke down and she wanted me to to be the only one to 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 push it's like there was no see there's electricity in the city now because the this morning there was no siren like that in the city hall but that's how i got tired and that's how i got really upset like why am i the only one pushing why is it all on me and that's what that's what got me like fed up and i never never once felt like she wanted to lift the finger to help me out never once I try to see a counselor and what she 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 didn't want to meet up with a counselor after a few times t- to try to encourage her to do it like a you know like a couples therapy she ended up going once but for what like to see who she was and to check her out maybe I'm trying to have an affair with her or trying to because I'm trying to it's like to gather data it's like she was just there to find out who the counselor was that's how it felt or that's how it turned out and 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 it's not like i'm i'm not just being paranoid she never went back to any any couples therapy with me And sure, she might have used. Um, I, I think I got her another freebie. I got. I got. I got an, uh, another um, uh, session or another appointment with another counselor. A totally, completely different one. If I'm not mistaken, as far as I understand, she also went to that. She, she went to that one, but never continued it after. So I don't know. I mean, I, like, how much is she willing to work it out with me? I can't, like, forever try to make it up to her. I'm never going. Like, I, I, I can already see it. I'm, ne- I'm never going to be able to make it up to her. How do I know that? Like, I'm not the only one that she dropped, like a hot potato, because I because this person did something wrong to her. Or something hurtful that she didn't like. It's like no forgiveness, no compromise, no understanding. It's like you hurt me once, twice, three times or something like that and never again. And that was like one of the last things that she would tell me. Never again will will she let me, you know, I don't know, bully her or or, or, or shout at her or... I don't remember the word that she used, but, you know, like what she was emphasizing was like never again will, you know, and and the way it translates in my brain, in my mind is like never again will she let someone control her or, or, or take advantage of her or, or something like that. It was like really deep, deep kind of. And I don't remember what we were even fighting about. Again, it was one of those things where it was like maybe level one, two, three kind of argument. And her rage and her anger and her, you know, never again will you do this. kind of like, never. 
It was like a level 10. 11, 12, 20. It was like, like, whoa, like, what do you mean never again? We're just, we're just, we're just fighting about, like, the dishes here. Or because I was knocking on the door too loud and you wouldn't let me in. And then now she, she interpreted it as, like, me, you know, shouting at her and, and bullying her and that kind of thing. It was like... And it wasn't even about like her perception. It was it was also about just the way that she really addressed it. And it was practically like, you know, this is my house and you're not going to... You're, I'm never going to let you shout at me again or, or, or something to that effect. And so... I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know if I'm ending up like placing an argument here for what I... having decided to leave but I guess I just wanted to flesh it out and maybe let you understand where that whole process or how I came to that conclusion not to not to continue with that relationship anymore and it and it and it so happened that I was you know I was busy with work and I couldn't be bothered with that sort of toxicity or that environment and I I could see how it it was affecting my son already you know he was acting like he could care less or he wasn't really being affected but I know that he was I know that it wasn't easy for him and You know, I think there were times that I I can say that I was able to hold my emotions. I was able to not be shouting back and you know, trying to control the environment, try to trying to trying to slow her down. But, you know, once she loses brakes or once she goes at it or once she goes for me, she's like a bulldozer. Nothing will stop her. And when she's angry, she's angry. And you could say that, oh, she doesn't mean it. She was just angry and she's just... Can't. You you, you can't. Like, you can't, like... You can only understand and maybe forgive so much. But when it comes to, like... you know physically hurting you already and it wasn't really just physical there was this whole mental thing going on also you know telling me where and when I can go to to, to fix the car or pick up breakfast or to do it's like all my movements were were suspicious And it wasn't just once or twice. It was like it was a constant, constant, constant thing. Like it, it, it was, it was constantly broken. 
you know like 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 like, like the, maybe the radiator or the fan belt of the of the car it, it's it was like it was just forever like that and even if you wanted to try to fix it you change the parts you you apologize you try to sit down and fix it you try to make up for it you go camping you buy a cake or you try to talk it out you try to write a letter nothing it was just like a brick wall or having a relationship with a tank and I it took a while for me to realize that I was dealing with a person that really didn't want it to to didn't want to imp- I don't think she wanted to improve the relationship I mean it was broken but it could be fixed but it really seemed like it couldn't be fixed to her it's like I can't change my past I can only change my behavior now and in the in the future but it seemed like she didn't think that I could or would ever change then her famous line again was you know you never change you just took a break that's her second line but the first one before that that really hurt me also was I'm not your shrink she says that she's not my shrink I'm not asking her to be my shrink I'm asking her to be my friend I'm asking her to understand me or to to help me process what's going on why am I cheating let's work it out maybe there's something that you can help me with but no it was just all on me that you cheated this is what you did and you don't deserve any love or you don't deserve anything so that's why you know it would come out of my mouth I was like why am I even here why am I bothering to be here if you don't think that it's going to work out but again kind of none of that kind of would have come out or I wouldn't have realized that if I didn't leave that college sweetheart that I left like you know I left I I, I went back to her to the mother of my son leaving the college sweetheart knowing that because maybe I was knowing that there was just maybe one or two more pebbles two more stones that were uh, that were unturned and so that's where I you know saw more saw another therapist and and tried to speak to other friends or tried to 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 you know to give it more time to 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 work things out but i was just feeling miserable and really unhappy like being with someone that really didn't believe in me and so now that i'm apart and broken off from from her and her wrath and her her hold i'm happy i have that freedom but at the same time i'm also broken from someone so deeply deeply believing that i'm a worthless piece of shit i mean it's like
you know, but but it goes back to you know at least there's fifty percent, there's one percent chance, there's there's a slight chance that I can that I can still heal, that I can make it up to my son, that we can all just grow on our own, that we that things will just turn out better. But I just know that it wouldn't have been there would have been no chance if I just stuck in there. So it was a it was it was a risk that I I had to take or that I was willing to take. I just knew for sure like you know turning and and that's what I can say that I was able to turn over every rock. And I looked into every avenue and I I my my conscience is clear about knowing that I did my best to try to to try to make things right. You know, I'd say it nicely, I'd say it angry, I'd whisper, I'd say it matter-of-factly, loud and clear. All these different ki- types of conversations with her. I asked her to put her phone down. But she was never... I just felt like she was never willing to make the changes. And again, this is my side of the story. This is my perception. This is maybe subjective and there's no like mediator or or investigator to try to see who's right or wrong it was like we you know we're just leading based on experience and based on feeling it's like a poker game i was just willing to take my chances with with a hand that i was dealt with And I don't know how the analogy goes, whether I was like all bets are in or I just didn't want to take. However it was, it was was what I had and I had to make a decision. Do I stick around and and suck it up, which I know that I did and I know I tried. And it would just always circle back to just leave. It's better if I just leave, both coming from her and coming from me. And so the thing was, I knew in my heart that the right thing to do was to leave. It was still it, it was the most difficult thing to do because I knew that it would break my son's heart and I knew that it would it would be difficult for him. And it wasn't like, "Oh, hey, mommy and dad are not fighting anymore." So you know, like, yeah, like they're not fighting anymore, but he's not living here. You know, what kind of exchange is that? What kind of... How is that any good? So it it, 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 it... it kills me, it pains me that knowing that my son misses me. Of course I miss him also and I miss, you know, being his father, quote-unquote. And, you know, you don't, you're not a... F- it doesn't feel like you're a father when you're far away. But I'm gonna have to live with that. That I I I I am his father. I just happen to not be living with him, and you know we don't get I don't get fifty fifty custody because of the circumstances, and you know 
the mother also doesn't let me take him out or to stay with me or to spend some time with me but that's on her that's on her like her rules are if you want to see him you come over there so fine I'll give you whatever you want you want me to leave I leave you want me to just visit him and only visit him in your house then fine I'll take what I can but that's on you those are the rules that you came up with I wasn't the one that came up with that and so don't like I hope my son doesn't take that against me but that was that's her rules just to make her happy because that would, that's what it was like it was just all her like what would make her happy what rules would make her happy and secure fine make it difficult for me to 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 have a relationship with my son and not have 50% custody fine it's the pandemic sure don't take the child out all right only visit okay we'll play by your rules but that's on you those are your rules if if you if you think that's the best way to to make this work out and if you think that's the best thing for your son just goes to show what kind of family or partner philosophy that you got going on it just it's it speaks for itself it's it's you know I, I don't even have to point it out it's 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 there like you were the one that came up with that so it is what it is and I'll live with that for I guess however long it takes but the point is you know there's still that one percent chance that like I could still work it out with my son and I'm I'm willing to take that in terms of you know at least I get to grow myself because if I was stuck in that relationship and if I didn't leave I would have just been angry at her maybe angry at the world angry at my son for being in that situation and then my son would feel bad and you know he would start to think that it was his fault because he was born and that's the only reason why I'm sticking there and staying there and not only that I, I was I was dying inside I wasn't growing in fact I was being pushed down kicked on the ground and spit on and I mean I was I was looking for affection from other people because I was looking for affection and love from other people and so I was down on the ground I was and I was being kicked and I was never like you know I'm gonna go out with other girls don't mind me no it's like when I realized that I was doing something wrong I would stop I would break it off I'm not saying like you know give me credit but what I'm saying is I wasn't doing it because I was self-righteous about it and I wasn't going to to budge I really felt bad I really felt stupid for doing that but what I'm just trying to point out I'm just trying to illustrate here is that I was desperate and I was down on the ground and I was being kicked by my own partner by the person that would say that he'll that she loves me it's like what the fuck does that even mean 
What do you mean you love me? But every movement that I make, it's like you think that I'm cheating on you and you got to like check my phone. You got to make sure that my phone is unlocked. Like the, I'm just locking the phone because I don't, I, I, you know, if it gets stolen, I, I don't want people to be, just be able to get in. And now you're taking it against me that I, ha- I lock my phone. You, you, you demand that, that my phone is unlocked for you. Fine, you got that, you got that thumbprint. And instead of working on the relationship with me, talking to me about it, like, how are you feeling? What, do you feel like cheating again? Instead of asking me and building the relationship with me and talking to me, it was looking at my phone, checking if I was chatting with anyone. That's like, that's the, that's the time, that's the quality time, that, that's the time that you think, that's the kind of activity that you think that, that is worth that's worth your time checking my phone to make sure that I will or, or, or making sure that just you're you know short of putting a GPS tracker on the car to make sure that I'm not like having a date with someone sure yeah I, I, I there's reason for you to, to suspect But does communication, does talking to me not mean anything to you? Doesn't there's no no value? Like what the only value that you, you, you get is to make sure that there's no that I'm not that I'm not chatting with anyone on my phone. What about the conversation that we have that that we have between us that 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 doesn't that that doesn't mean anything to you oh right because what i think and feel doesn't mean anything to you that's what it felt like like it it i didn't that's what i mean what when i say that it i i, I felt like i wasn't valued i wasn't seen as a human being i was i was like i felt like a piece of furniture or, or a vacuum cleaner or or a stove in the house. I, I felt like I was just sort of disposable or or meant to serve the owner or maybe like a dog. It doesn't have to be like a relationship. As, as just as long as you're there, you're well-groomed and behaved and you're not barking. But the relationship about the trust and spending time together, that's, that's nothing. She, I felt like she didn't value what I felt was important in the relationship and it took time to realize that I was just so naive I didn't think number one I didn't think that there would be this kind of people that existed and number two that I thought I was going to be like Superman or you know like there would be like some God intervention or some miracle that would sort of make th- that would work things out that would make things work out by itself I was so optimistic I kind of just felt like things would fall into place because we had a child but you know because I cheated because I did something bad to her because I hurt her it's almost saying being thankful that it's a good thing that I cheated because that brought out 
the real potential of the situation it was like you know how they say that you 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 bring the worst that you get to know each other when you take a a, a trip together that's not as true as i mean yeah sure that'll bring out the best and the worst in the relationship but i think you know if you do something really bad to the other person and i'm not saying that you should do this but you know the only way that you find out how strong the tea is is if you put it in hot water that's a chinese proverb that i that i just remember like you know like you put it in hot water you see how you see how she reacts and that's if it weren't for the cheating maybe it was because i if it if i didn't cheat if i was if i was able to keep my pants on there would have been something one way or another maybe it would have been you know not being able to find a job or not doing the dishes or not being able to financially support the family like something something that would hurt her something that would make things difficult and you know it would be my fault the cheating just sped it up fast forward like brought out like all those demons from the both of us like times 10 like faster maybe I would have realized maybe I think this is what I'm saying we would have come to the same conclusion and ended up breaking up or splitting apart or 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 bringing out the monster in her I would have only realized this maybe 10 years from now but the fact that I cheated the fact that you know there was a you know monogamy and and heartbreak in question that was the good thing that came out of this if anything that I, I you know the true colors came out both for herself and myself and you know maybe for my my son's resilience also maybe you know in the worst of times becomes the best of times is that how is that how that quote goes you know just basically like you bring out the best in people during the worst of times or vice versa but that's just sad you know that's like even if haha i found out that you know her true colors because i cheated <laughs> it's not like that it's still sad i mean i still wanted to have that family I still wanted to to make it work out. I still wanted to not have a broken family. I didn't want to hurt my son. I didn't want to destroy my fa- my 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 son's childhood. What did he do to deserve that? Nothing. He wasn't a- he didn't ask to be born. It's just this stupid thing that his father did with his mom. 
So now what? He needs to live his childhood with a separate family, with a with a broken family where his dad doesn't chooses to 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 not be around. I mean, I would go there and see him every day as much as I could if I could, but you know, I mean, if I had the f- financial resources and the, the situation with my parents right now, you know, I'd, I'd rent a place right n- near them. And be able to visit him as much as I could. But no, like financially, I... You know, I want to do. I want to just not live with her, but but be able to see him every day. But I'm so fucking broke and financially unable to 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 see him. And here I am, sort of trying to take care of my parents. I'm doing the best that I could, and 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 trying to take care of myself the best that I could. So don't be like saying that I'm a useless partner or a loser dad. Like I think I'm still entitled to my opinion that maybe I'm not as bad as you think and say that I am. What 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 did you do to to contribute to this situation? Is it really all just on me? I mean, am I am I that kind of a person that you think that everything is really just all on me? Like, did I make like at the end? Like, it, am I really the only one that made the decision to leave? What, what about that part where you told me to leave? Or that you forced me to, or that you would you would un- undermine every single move that I made to the point that I se- am second guessing all my decisions and all my thoughts if they're they're even worthy. I mean, are you seriously saying and thinking that it's all my fault that I'm that I'm this useless dad? And because I can only see my son maybe once a month now, that I don't care for my son. You have, nobody has any idea how much it breaks my heart to not be able to see him. This is why I'm writing all these journals and trying to make all these videos to to, to try to make up for for all that lost time to show him that I'm thinking about him all the time. And I'm trying to make these videos for him in the future that maybe he'll appreciate. Again, just, you know, taking that 50%, 1% chance, any kind of chance that, that, that I can make it up to him. And yet I'm judged for, like, what? Because I only see him once a month, if at all, maybe once every three months. If at all I get the chance to. 
like yeah I understand I am, I'm, I'm a loser there's a part of me that's just like screwed up because I'm depressed or what because I'm, try- I'm trying to work on it I'm trying to make up for it but I, f- I kind of figured you know I'm, as long as I'm still breathing and I'm, as long as still there's still like a 1% chance to to do something about it I'm trying to do something about it as, as, as small as little as it is You know, I'm trying to juggle so many things here at the same time. I'm trying to manage my relationship with my son, manage my relationship with my parents. Blessing that I have this relationship with my girlfriend now, but there's also this guilt. There's also this depression that I'm trying to work through that I made the decision to leave my family or my son with his mother. There's that whole thing that I'm trying to work through by myself and I can't even afford a therapist to, 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 to try to heal myself but I'm not like staring at the sky or picking my nose I'm trying to do something about it As, even if I'm running around in circles just mental rumination and I'm not getting anywhere sometimes I, I'm, I'm still trying to do something about it I'm still trying to get up and you know get up and out of bed cook myself some food just enough so that I can survive and here I am trying to make these recordings so that I could flesh out and do therapy for myself and maybe maybe my son would hear it and understand someday but I'm not sitting around picking my nose and doing nothing I mean here I am trying to be a cheerleader or coach for myself both I'm already the cheerleader and the coach for myself and I'm also the player on the field trying to make something out of it. Trying to make something out of nothing or whatever kind of hand that I'm dealt with. Dogs are noisy. What's up with... Let's see if I can... Let's uh, try to walk around the, the office here and see what's going on with Bruno over there barking. What is he barking at? Bruno! Hey! Hey! Bruno! And Mom let him out. Let the dogs out. So here we are back in the office again and you know this is this is my salvation I'm 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 really grateful and thankful that I get to do this on the microphone because at least my my thoughts and feelings and my my depression or whatever it is that I'm going through right now at least at least at least it's not going to waste because that's how I feel like a lot that 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 my that that I'm just a piece of shit wasting wasting away the air using up the air in this world at least with a little bit of this recording I feel like I'm doing something with my life I kind of feel like I'm doing something useful or productive even if I'm just ranting and and bitching about things at least I'm 
doing something about it or making something off of the unfortunate situation that I have. And maybe no, I'm maybe I'm not making any money off of it and I'm not like getting rich off of it and I'm not you know addressing the financial issue about it yet, but I am doing something about it. And yes, the financial issue is is important. But is it as important as, you know, being honest with yourself? Because if, if I don't address this, if I don't get this out of my system, I'm just going to go back to square one again. I'm just going to end up with the same fucked up relationship or or, 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 or the same situation. I'm not going to be learning anything. If, if, I, if, I, if I don't take the time to hear myself talk and if I don't take the time to to, to, to process all these emotions and all these experiences in my head in in my life if I don't process it I'm just going to go back to the same screwed up patterns again I'm in you know I'm I'm getting tired of it I want to move on I want to evolve I want to I want to get better And something tells me that the, the, the thing to do to get better is to flesh out or go through exactly what I'm afraid of. Which is to be honest. Which is to say that I cheated. Which is to say that I was weak. Which is to say that I was a piece of shit partner. I mean, yes, I am. Why, what, what, I, I think it would help if, I, if I'm honest with myself that, hey, we screwed up. I screwed up. What do we do about it now? How can we fix it now? But it's not like, okay, it's screwed up. What do we do? It's it's not like that. I mean, like, I think what would help is if we not dwell and feel bad and, and walk around with a ball and chain on it, but it's really to understand the problem. Right? Like, Solving the problem or understanding what the problem is is half of solving the problem. Because you don't want to just like throw out any solution and see what kind of what, what sticks. I mean, I've had a job before. I've done things before for myself, but where did it where did it, where did it go? Where did I, where did I bring myself to? self-sabotage dis- destroy my relationships cheat and, s- and, and destroy the relationship that I have because what? because I, I didn't believe myself because I, d- I thought like I was a piece of shit because I didn't process it because I believed in all, all the voices of all the other people telling me that I was a piece of shit but here I am trying to figure it out. Am I really a piece of shit? Am I really as bad as you say and think I am? And if you see if you really if you really think I'm bad, then why are you sticking it out with me? Why are you treating me? Why do you say one thing and then do another? 
why do you say you love me in one breath and then now that you find out about something crappy about me why do you tell me to leave why do you tell me that I'm a bad father because I cheated because I looked at another girl does that make me a completely cockroach kind of a person I mean, this is, maybe I'm human. Maybe I'm, I have my flaws and my mistakes and my I'm going through a really screwed up experience. But does that define me? Does that define what and who I really am? So here I am trying to be a cheerleader for myself, trying to coach myself, trying to trying to parent myself. And at the same time I'm this I'm the player on the field. I'm trying I'm and, and, and maybe I'm also I've I've also been a bench warmer. Sure, I'll I'll accept that. I've I've been a loser, I've been freeloading. But I'm here, I'm showing up. Are you really seriously going to take it against me? Does that define like my existence in this world because I am financially incapable of supporting you? Who who told you to get a new television set? Who told you to get a new refrigerator or whatever it is that you spent for did did we discuss that is that something that we talked about did you include me in your decision making did you treat me like a partner did you value my existence did you did you think that it was important to work things out with me or were you also just trying to survive and by surviving meaning you throw me out of your house by surviving you mean you yell at me and you remind me of how much of a piece of shit I am did I ever speak to you that way did I ever talk to you did I ever tell you that you were worthless Maybe that's how you feel about yourself, but it, did I ever treat you that way? Because that's how I feel about myself. I feel worthless. And the joke's on me because I listen to you. I'm trying to make the best of the situation. I'm trying to make something out of it. Give me a break. Give yourself a break. Maybe I'm talking to myself here. Give yourself a break. You're doing what you can. You're doing what you can based on the situation, based on the shit that's thrown at you. You didn't ask for this. 
you didn't ask for these kinds of parents or these kinds of these kinds of um, this kind of partner that's what you were given or that's what you came across or that's what you attracted or accepted because that's what you grew up with and now what what are you going to do about it where are you going to go how are you going to move forward what's the next step forward for me the next step forward right now is to find out where I am in the map there's one thing about you know trying to get to where I want to go from A to B but what the question is what is A where are we starting from you don't just pick a point in the map and want to go there you got to try to figure out where are you in the map and if you want to be really deep are you even looking at the correct map is this the map that 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 wherever you want to go are you holding the correct map in your hands so there's that whole philosophical thing about you know getting from point A to point B but give yourself some credit we are trying to figure out where we are we're trying to figure out with all these podcasts that we've been doing with all these recordings where are we yes where do we want to go but where are we we know what to avoid where not to go and how we're going to skirt around things or how we're going to go, go through things or you know it's our decision or how on what we're going to do next but where are we what resources do we have how, uh, how 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 much water do we have do we have a tent do we have an axe to 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 cut a tree or to to hunt with or to to forage for food we have nothing but we have water well at least we're going to live we might not have food for the next few days but at least we have water to drink and we're not going to die from dehydration we're going to get skinny from not being able to eat but you can die from dehydration so first things first what what is it that we need what is it that we have and where are we what re resources do we have and maybe I'm also wrapping my head around you know being able to do it or not maybe I've never camped out without a flashlight before or maybe I've never camped out without a tent before maybe that's what's stopping me maybe that's what's scary maybe because I don't have all the luxury items that I'm used to having or that I think I should have and I'm not so sure if I can survive do I have a match do I have enough confidence to make the fire by myself so these are all these logistical things that I'm trying to figure out logistical or resource management kind of things that I'm trying to figure out and forgive me because I've never done this before I'm frustrated with the situation that's one thing but what resources do we have do we have a map do we have a compass do we know where we are 
or should we just stay in place is somebody going to rescue us it's, there's all these survival decisions that we need to make and you can't like just fucking blame the person because of one wrong decision that that person made that doesn't define you and screw those people leave those people that 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 will define you for one thing that you did they might say that they love you but they don't they, they how do they act how do they behave and maybe that's something that you can't put down on a piece of paper but you could feel it you know your true north You kind of know when you're going the right direction. Can't help but have this uh, visual in my mind about the this YouTube uh, hiker guy that I've been watching a few of his videos. He's basically a hiker, but several times he's asked to um, in Taiwan. He's asked to help with the search and rescue of lost hikers. And a lot of it is, you know, getting lost. And these hikers, for some reason, either don't have a map or they veer off away from the trail and they think that going to a river or a creek would help them. Well, but maybe the opposite is true. Maybe they need to look for a an open space where they can be found or try to find themselves back on the trail or on the main trail and um I don't know how he finds these people, but you know he seems pretty pretty good at it and pretty successful at finding these lost hikers and you know he goes out documenting it with his camera and yeah so find yourself a, a a place where you can be found on the main trail or an or, or an open clearing where the helicopter can you know drop down and pick you up but a lot of times you know they they get themselves into an accident or they get themselves into a place where they're difficult to be reached or they get themselves into an accident. It's really unfortunate. But yeah, I digress. I mean, the, the, the stuff that I was talking about a while ago was sort of visually because of those. that, that I think it's called Beast Runner. The name of that, that YouTube channel. So yeah, just to sort of wrap this up already. You know, give yourself some credit for... The choices that you make or wherever you are in your life and try to forgive yourself you know that's another thing try to forgive yourself it's like yeah you're not contributing financially but you are trying to take care of yourself which means more than being able to take care of other people financially I mean that maybe that'll come later but first priority right now, Noel, I'm talking to you. Is to sort yourself out, like to line your ducks up in such a way so that when you do need to help somebody, 
you're able to you're ready to you're mentally and physically ready to more importantly maybe mentally because even if you're financially capable of you know helping out just like your parents you know financially they were there they were able to help out but psychologically you know in conversation in 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 relationship were they there the person that's most helpful is not necessarily the one that has the most money So I'll leave it at that. That I mean, of course I want to be able to f- help financially. Of course I want to be able to help my son go to school or you know And it's really not that I don't want to. I'm just really having a hard time with whatever it is that I'm going through right now. And I'm, and I'm thinking and I'm hoping and I'm working on it that this, will, this is just a phase. This is just a piece of the puzzle. This is, not, this is not going to define me for the rest of my life. This is just now. This is just a phase that's going to pass. And I am, I am going to figure it out. I am figuring it out. I am making like little tiny incremental steps forward every day trying to get myself out of bed it's hard you know growing up with this kind of parent and then having to live back in with her again after I've tried to keep away from it most of my life already and it's tr- it, it's hard being a father that's away from his son quote-unquote father am I still a father yes I am so you know don't take that away from me don't take that away from yourself there's that thing that happens to you and and it's how you react to it and how you, you you deal with the situation and how you make the most of your resources and yes money helps a lot it's a big deal but it's not the only the only deal the only thing that you you can contribute you can contribute yourself you can you can take care of yourself and and improve yourself and and part of that is making money and, and that'll come but that's not That's not that's not that's not as important as taking care of yourself figuring it out in your head like aligning all the philosophies the core values thoughts and actions lining up all your ducks that's n- is is more important than financially contributing and I like to believe that you know once we figured it out, once we line up all the ducks in order, 
you know that that we're going to figure out how to contribute financially exponentially it's going to grow the way it, it it's meant to grow naturally organically and honestly not because it's forced or not because we stole money from other people and if and you, and you can live live with yourself so yeah i think i that's all that i got for today i think you know but yeah let me end it with a prayer that you know i i i hope I'm not, you know, I, I gotta say, I'm not 100% confident about what I just, what I just said. I'm not 100% sure that it's going to work out, but I know that it's probably the best way. You know, you're gambling 110% versus 50%. I'll take the 50%. 110% sure that it's not going to work out, that it's going to kill me versus maybe 50% trying to make it work out working it out working on myself trusting that time is on my side she might have the watch but I have the time she might have my son but I got some time hoping that you know maybe it's just going to screw up a little bit of my son's life and my son's relationship with me a little bit but here's you know praying and hoping that we're going to be healthy enough to have the rest of our lives to make it up have the rest of my our, our lives to make it up but you never know how the future is going to be and you just you do the best that you can with what you have and hopefully I'm making the right decision I can't, you know, judge the mother of my son. But on the flip side, I got to trust my instincts. I got to listen to myself. Is that selfish? Maybe. That's one way to look at it. But maybe it's also another way to look at it is that I got to learn how to swim so that I can learn how to save other people that's drowning in the water? Maybe. Another way to look at it, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I'm not that eloquent when it comes to, to philosophies like that, maybe, or explaining myself, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta save myself here. I can't, I mean if I if I if I could you know I would just be with people that made me happy. So I'm making a compromise. I'm trying to work with people that I'm not 100% happy with. But you got to give it to me that you know I got to set some boundaries that I can only go as this much. I can't like 100% live under your roof. 
and give my whole heart and soul to it because you're crushing it you're killing my heart and soul you're you're suffocating me at least with the situation that i'm at now you know it's it's half in half out but at least i have the chance to sort of cut myself off every now and then you know i can like stick my head up up, up above the water and breathe a little bit Versus in that other situation where I'm just home all the time, my head is under the water all the time, and I can't breathe. And I'm drowning and dying inside. So yeah, that's... That's where we're at. And... Six o'clock already. Nag-order ako ng isaw. <laughs> Tenga, barbecue, isaw, and Betamax. <laughs> Betamax. So, she ordered some food. I, I am replying to her saying, Hey, hey, okay, I'll eat leftovers from last night. I'm also getting hungry. So I'll be wrapping up. That's what I'm texting her. Yeah, so thanks for listening to this session. As as you can see, maybe I'm getting a little more comfortable in this recording exercise, and uh, I'm 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 kind of feeling good about it. It's not it's feeling good that I'm doing it and I'm I'm letting it out, and that I'm you know working on whatever th- I think I need to be working on somehow. You know, versus, you know, being on the radio behind a microphone, but I'm not talking about what I think I need to be talking about. So maybe I can do both. I don't know. I'll look into working in a radio station again. Maybe. But maybe it's uh, they're going to be asking for uh, vaccination cards or whatever. But yeah, I just give me some time to f- sort things out. And trust me, I'm not just going to do this forever i'm i'm i'm, I'm try- trying to i'm frustrated as you are about it i'm trying to get myself out of this rut and yeah maybe it's taking longer than i thought it would but you know it is what it is it's 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 we gotta take as much time as it needs and we gotta do what we can to take care of ourselves so that we can help other people can't be relying on other people to take care of us all this all the time so i i speak for myself when i say that and 
you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick it up a notch. I gotta figure it out already. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully this whole thing will pass, and hopefully I can, I can, I can, I can figure it out and. You know, maybe what I was also saying a while ago about all these resources, if I'm confident enough to start a fire, maybe I'm, I also need to address my confidence about, you know, being able to start that fire and to keep that fire going. Because that's the problem. It's like sometimes I start a fire and it starts to rain. And I kind of feel stupid enough not to have put that fire under some shelter where it's not going to not going to get wet and I can keep the fire going and maybe we learn from experience but we keep going maybe I don't have that confidence maybe because I don't have that confidence building that fire but you know this so here I am I got to throw myself into the lion's den and get some experience out of it but you can't like bite my head off because I keep making mistakes how, how am I going to learn if I don't make those mistakes and that goes for all like you know toxic relationships that I am going through or have gone through where you know, they bite my head off even before I can get the chance to learn from the mistake. You know, I'm I'm nailed to the cross and persecuted because of because I hurt other people. But no, I wasn't like doing that to try to hurt other people. I was you know, I I cheated because I was trying to make myself feel better. I cheated because I didn't have anybody else to talk to or nobody would make me feel loved. But but maybe here I am. I, I, did, I didn't have this microphone in front of me back then. And I didn't, I didn't know how to maybe love myself. So here I am. That's why I'm doing these recordings because I'm trying to show myself some compassion that like whatever it is that I'm saying is worth something. That my experiences mean something. Not for other people, but for myself. That it's something that I can learn from. That I can learn from my own mistakes. And so that's what this whole exercise is about. You know, like, not necessarily for other people, but for myself first and foremost. That I am showing some self-compassion. Yeah. Yeah, here. <laughs> Wala, dumilim na lang eh. Anod mo lang yung ilaw sa labas. You have a flashlight with you? Oh. Oh. Diba? Yeah. 